Welcome back to the Catalyst of Development podcast, where our purpose is to help you find yours. This is episode 18, Fix Your Crown. It's a message about self-confidence. Look, unpopular truth. The way you carry yourself and what you tolerate, your standards, will often determine how others treat you. Why? Because it honestly reflects how you think about yourself. Like, if you expect little, right, and ask for little, maybe shuffle your feet, lower your head, you know, you you don't make eye contact with people, others will assume that this is your standards for yourself, right? They'll assume that this is your character. But this behavior, it's not you. It's only how you've chosen to present yourself. You could just as easily be proud, confident, head up, chest out, shoulders back, ready to take on the world, making eye contact with everybody and asking for what you deserve. You got to remember, you were born to wear a crown. King or queen, doesn't matter. But you was born to wear a crown. The problem is, is a lot of us have forgotten this because it takes self-confidence. And that's what we're going to discuss today. We are going to discuss self-confidence. We'll start with why low self-esteem or low self-confidence is so common in today's society. Then we'll get into discussing why having a healthy self-confidence is so important. I'll share a couple of quick examples that we can all relate to. And as always, we are going to finish with some actionable steps and some pro tips that you can take starting today to improve your self-confidence. So let's not wait any longer. Go ahead and punch in that code so we can start fixing our crown. Motivational author Louise Hay once said, You have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. Try believing in yourself and then see what happens. First topic, why is low self-confidence so common in today's society? I think it honestly starts with us as children. We started lives with all this excitement. We expected... (laughs) Like as children, we expected honestly everything. Uh, We wanted the world to give us everything we wanted. All children are like this. And honestly, this mindset continues as we start getting into adolescence. But as we begin to grow older, we experience failures. We experience negativity, uh, maybe negative self-talk. Uh, Maybe the outside world is starting to beat us down, right? And these boundaries around us, they only get stricter with time. We begin to expect less from the world. We begin to expect less from ourselves. We accept these, these limitations that are put on us by the world and other people and sometimes ourselves as fact. Right. We, we accept these limitations and I think it, it slowly just chips away at our self-belief or our self-confidence. And honestly, 
I know for me, a lot of these limitations are, are self-imposed. They're all up here. We even apologize for the, the smallest failures or mistakes. Shoot, some of us even apologize for the simple requests we ask people. Right? How many times have you walked up to somebody and said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry for bothering you, or sorry to ask, or I'm sure you're busy. I've said those countless times. And while, yes, it is polite, I think we also have to admit that it's a mindset, that a lot of us feel that we are a burden. Another reason why low self-confidence is so common is because previous bad choices and bad decisions, it impacts our self-confidence. None of us are squeaky clean. We've all made bad choices, right? We've all made bad decisions, right? Perhaps we haven't been the best friend we can be or the best husband or wife or parent, right? Maybe we didn't apply ourselves in school. Maybe we skipped out on opportunities and we start to regret these things, right? You might even think that you're just that kind of person, right? I'm, that's just who I am. I behave this way. And we get locked into a certain pattern of decision-making, always expecting the worst, right? This becomes who we are. This is who we tell ourselves we are. And because of, we'll say, not so great past choices or decisions, we don't think that we can change course now. We don't think that we can start anew, start over, start fresh. So most of us don't even try. And lastly, one of the reasons that our self-confidence is, is low in society today is because, look, let's be real, trauma, trauma has caused a lot of us to lose confidence. And I know there are some out there right now that have dealt with significant trauma in their lives, right? This could be abuse like um, physical, emotional, sexual, a combination of all. Um, when we go through this, it often makes us feel shame and guilt. And we live with this and we carry it with us forever. People who have suffered abuse or trauma, they deal with a significant amount of anxiety, depression, um, all of these things they interfere with our confidence, right? We hold on to them. It's our baggage. We take it with us, right? And it's one of the hardest things to let go. It's one of the hardest things to learn, grow, and move on from, right? And I'm not telling you that you need to let it go. I don't, I don't know what you've been dealing with. I've, dealing, I've, I've dealt with my own uh, sort of trauma in my life, and I've, I've carried that baggage and carried that baggage. And it, I, I just have to admit that it, I know it has impacted my self-confidence. And that's one of the reasons why low self-confidence seems to be the, the norm and not the exception in our society because there's a lot of us who have dealt with trauma. There's a lot of us who have dealt with abuse. And I understand that. So moving on to why healthy self-confidence is so important, I jotted down a, a couple things that jumped into my mind. Um, first, better relationships, right? People with a healthy um, uh, feeling of self-confidence, they don't become jealous, envious, bitter of others. Like, matter of fact, they're comfortable. They're so comfortable with who they are <laughs> that they actually applaud when others succeed around them, right? When one wins, we all win. That's what self-confidence gives. Um, more resiliency. 
self-confident people are just, they're more resilient. They're able to handle setbacks, obstacles, and challenges better, right? Because they have the belief in themselves that just like every other obstacle, challenge, or hiccup that they may have hit in life, they have the belief in themselves that they can get over it. Why would this time be any different? I've gotten over challenges before. Nothing's going to stop me from getting over this one, right? Healthy self-confidence is important because confidence beats fear in a fight, period. Most of us will never reach our fullest potential because of fear, because of self-doubt, because of these negative thoughts rolling through our head, right? Fear has prevented more people from reaching their fullest potential than almost anything else I can think of. Now, that could be fear of failure, fear of success, or more than likely fear of what other people are going to think about you. Self-confidence beats fear in a fight. I wanted to say something else, but I cleaned it up. We're going to keep this one semi-PG. <laughs> uh, a healthy self-confidence gives you the ability to stand up for yourself, right? You have set your price. You know what your standards are. You will no longer sit at a table when respect is not being served. It also gives you the ability to say no. It is okay to say no. I struggle with this. I struggle with this because when I say no, I, I automatically feel like I'm letting somebody down. But that's not always the case. I can't stretch myself too thin, right? Maybe I don't want to do this because I'm focused on something else. Self-confidence gives you the ability to say no. Why else healthy self-confidence is so important? It's simple cause and effect. Cause and effect. If we believe that we are destined for great things, that belief is going to start radiating outward, right? It's going to start impacting the people that, that we're around. Limits and boundaries will begin to just fall away because people will look at us and be like, holy smokes, man. This person has set their price. This person understands their worth and their value, and they're more willing to give it to you. And lastly, why a healthy self-confidence is so important is because you got to believe in yourself far before you can expect anybody else to believe in you. You have to. You absolutely have to. All right. So some examples, right? Let's go back and think about the children, right? Think about the children that, that I started talking about and how their, their mindset is and how they expect everything from the world. And they... They will ask for anything. I think back to when uh, mine were a little bit younger. Um, <laughs> most of them are old and grown now. Uh, kicked one of them out to college. But I remember when they were younger, like, they would ask for whatever, whenever they wanted. They didn't understand the limitations of the world. They didn't understand the boundaries. And there was, there was a, a, a feeling of innocence to that, right? They didn't put limitations on anything. They asked for whatever they wanted. And let's be honest, they usually got it. They usually got it. It's their charm, their positivity, their high expectations. Right? Think, of, think of your children or maybe when you were, when you were younger. If this is the way we all were. Right? They, again, they don't understand the limitation that the world puts on us, that other people put on us. Adults, especially my kid's grandmother, <laughs> absolutely loved granting their wishes and how happy it made them. Being an adult is no different. Get back some of that innocence. Shed some of those limitations. All right. Next example. Look, 
We all know Dr. Seuss, right? Show of hands, how many of y'all never heard of Dr. Seuss? Yeah, your hands down, because everybody's heard of him. But did you know that Dr. Seuss was rejected by nearly 27 publishers earlier on in his career? 27 rejections. You heard me right. Now, ask yourself if you would have gave up. I probably would have. I sure as hell wouldn't have hit 27. <laughs> I might have stopped after about four or five, but not Dr. Seuss. One of the most noteworthy authors of children's books was at his breaking point. So what made him persevere? Simple, self-confidence. He believed in his creativity and what he had to offer the world. Because of this, his books are known all over. They were read to you. You will, if you have not already read them to your children, your children will do the same, right? So the question that I have to ask you is, is are you keeping your cat in the hat, your green eggs in hand from the world? Fix your crown. All right, on to everybody's favorite part now, actionable steps. We'll get the pro tips in a sec. Actionable steps. I got 10 quick ones. I'm not going to go too in depth on them, but 10 quick ones that you can literally take starting today to improve your self-confidence. Number one, no particular order. Dress the part. We all know how we feel when we do ourselves up, right? Or throw on that, that, that new outfit or even an old one that you haven't worn in a while, right? With, with the pandemic and everything, man, we've been stuck in the house. Uh, most of us have been chilling in our sweatpants. Like I don't even care if you're not going anywhere. Dress the part. We all know the feeling we get when we get done up, right? And we look in the mirror and it's just that, that little extra, ooh, them shoulders roll back just a little bit more. That head gets held just a little bit higher. Ladies, do your damn makeup. Don't care. I don't even care if you're going to stay in the house. But dress the part. It's psychological. It just automatically makes you feel better. Yes. Number two, stand tall. Stand tall. Chest up, shoulders back, look people in the eye. I know it's uncomfortable for some of you, but try it. I remember reading a book once. It was called uh, Power of Posture or, or Posture Power or something. And, and the, there are scientific studies, right, that you can look up that talk about how we, how we sit, right, our, our posture and how it impacts our mood, right? Same thing can be said for self-confidence. Absolutely love it. Step number three, plan your day. Now, I'm not talking about being rigid. I'm not talking about not being flexible, but plan your day. Be prepared. Prep the night before. That's what I'm finna do. I'm finna do that tonight. I know I need to be getting back in the gym. I've been kind of lazy. So I'm gonna prep tonight. I'm gonna lay my gym clothes out. I'm gonna set my alarm clock and put that bad boy across the room so I gotta get up to turn it off. I'm going to prep myself for success. Be prepared. Schedule out your day. Hit them tasks. Get that dopamine rush of Xing off that, that, that list, right? Number four, declutter your room or at least the, the, your desk at work. I get it. Everybody says that, oh, this is, this is just my mess and this is just how I work. Nobody likes working in a cluttered environment. Now, you may have a method to your madness, but just declutter a little bit. 
clean up a little bit. There's something about coming home to a, to a fresh, clean room. There's something about going to work with a, with a desk that's completely just, it's functional. It's ready to roll. It's ready for you to be productive. Like you just, you, you feel good sitting at the desk, like my desk here. Anytime I'm doing a podcast, I usually keep it fairly clean. I don't want many distractions. Yes, I do have my pops that I continually rotate out trying to tie into uh, the message. Hence today, fix your crown. Got me a little, you know, Game of Thrones. Just saying. Um, but declutter your room. Declutter your desk at work. All right. Number five, set a small goal and achieve it. We all set out these huge goals. No, like those are going to take some time. Set you a small goal. Maybe it's not hitting the snooze button and then achieve it. Right. What that does is it builds confidence. It builds confidence. You start stacking those on top of each other and then boom, all of a sudden there's nothing that you cannot do. So set you a small goal and then knock that bad boy out. All right. Number six, focus on solutions and not problems. We do this all the time. All we do is focus on problems. All we do is focus on problems, right? It doesn't matter if it's a post or if it's something at work or if it's, it doesn't matter. We will pinpoint and knock out all the problems that we see, but hardly anybody thinks of solutions. Now, we've got to get out of that habit. We have got to get out of the habit of just focusing on the negative and not the positive. Don't focus on problems, identify problems, and then start trying to come up with solutions. Shit, my eight-year-old can tell me the house is on fire. Anybody can tell me the house is on fire. No, what I need is somebody to be like, hey, the house is on fire. Don't worry about it. Already called the fire department. Even went one step further, pulled out all, the, all your loved ones out the house and all your valuable possessions. Hey, don't worry about it. I already booked us a hotel room, right? Don't worry about it. I already got you a rental car. Got somebody coming to pick us up right now, right? But look, anybody can tell me the house is on fire. Focus on solutions. All right, number seven, volunteer, give back. Nothing will boost your self-esteem. Nothing will boost your mood than helping other people. You want to be happy? Make someone else happy. This is a simple one. I don't even got to go in depth on it. Volunteer and give back. Number eight, celebrate the small stuff, right? We talked about uh, setting a small goal and knocking it out. Celebrate it. High five your damn self, right? I don't need a huge ticker tape party every time I do something, but internally, I need to celebrate it. Celebrate the small wins in life. Celebrate. <laughs> celebrate the small wins in life. That's what keeps us going. That's what builds confidence because that small win got celebrated and this small win and then boom, all of a sudden, we got what's called momentum. Number nine, positive self-talk. I don't know what this means for you, but for me, it could be daily affirmations, looking at myself in the mirror and giving myself a little pep talk, right? It, it doesn't matter, but positive self-talk. I, I will say this. You will hear me say this a million times. I heard that when people are struggling, they usually continue to struggle because they do more listening to themselves than they do talking to themselves. Listening to ourselves just happens right? It pops up into our minds. It's hard to control what pops into our minds. However, we can be very deliberate with what comes out of our mouth. Positive self-talk will help build your self-confidence. And lastly, probably my favorite, smile. Share your smile with the world.
end. <laughs> oh, please smile at yourself. Like just look in the mirror and smile at yourself. Like you are worthy. You are powerful. You are worth it. Smile at your damn self. Smile. All right. Pro tips. Pro tips. Pro tip number one. The goal is to radiate confidence, not arrogance. There is a huge difference. If you take your confidence too far and start looking down at others, this will be your downfall. I'm just letting you know now. Arrogance equals insecurity. If you are truly confident with yourself, arrogance is the last thing that you will be displaying to others. It is the very opposite of confidence. Bottom line, never think so highly of yourself that you look down at everyone else. Pro tip number two, you got to kind of trick yourself. Right? Be so overcome by your own self-belief, right? even while you're still growing. Even while you're still learning, even while you're still improving, you need to act like the king or queen that you are. And I promise you, other people will start treating you as such. Set your price high. You are worth it, right? These are personal standards that you have for yourself. Only you can set them. Only you know what you are worth. Only you know what you are valued at. Only you know, you know, what price to set. Stop setting it so damn low. Act like the king or queen that you are. Pro tip number three. Even with this acting and tricking ourselves that I, that I just got done talking about, you need to understand that confidence is built far better by doing than just thinking. Doing is greater than thinking. Think about it. When was the last time that you were scared about something, nervous about something, but took action on it anyway? This could be public speaking, making a phone call, having that hard conversation. We all face these probably each and every day. However, after you did it, how many times did you go back and say, you know what? That wasn't as bad as I thought. That wasn't as horrible as I thought. I maybe not want to do it again, but it wasn't that bad. That's where confidence comes in. Confidence is built better by doing than thinking. And our last pro tip, always, 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 always act with integrity, honesty, and a high set of character, right? That is what sets us apart from the rest of the world. The rest of the world who that doesn't want to fall in with this high set of standards, right? Stick to your values and morals. Don't let the enemies of pride, ego, envy, arrogance steer you in the wrong direction. Those are, no, we, no, they got to go, right? You know what's right and wrong. Don't ever stray from that. Confident, pe confident people, they don't stoop down to other people's levels. No, they just cut them off. All right, in wrapping this up, one of the things that I, I want you to remember is, is that you set your own price. You know your value. You set your own standards. If you ask for less than your worth, then that's exactly what you're going to get from society. If you ask for more, however, then you are sending a message that you are worth it. And I'm here to tell you that you are.
even those who may turn you down, because it could happen, will probably still respect your confidence. And sooner or later, that respect is going to pay off because you'll find somebody who is willing to pay your price, who is willing to give you what you deserve, who is willing to serve respect at the table that you are sitting at. You have to believe so deeply in your own greatness that it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. One last thing before I go. When this message is over, I want you to go find you a mirror, look yourself in the damn mirror, give yourself a smile and fix your damn crown. Start today. As always, thank you so much for spending time with me today and allowing me to invest a little bit in your development. If you found value in this topic or know someone who needs to hear this message, please like, comment, subscribe, share, or as I always say, all of the above. <laughs> Until next time, keep searching for the code to unlocking your truest potential. Be a catalyst, not just for you, but for all those around you. Take care.